Arguments about nothing is brought to you by Snowstorms. It's easy to podcast when you have to stay inside. Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. And we are bringing you our very special, long-awaited Valentine's Day Spectacular. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, Shelby, do you have any, like, Valentine's rituals that you do? I mean, in a pandemic, no. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I try to, like, schedule some sort of Valentine's Day thing. Oh, that's nice. Most years I'll, like, hang out with at least one of my gal pals on Valentine's Day, and I'll usually show up with for show up with flowers for them. Aw. But no. Do you? I mean, I'm I'm lucky in that my Valentine's ritual is pretty much pandemic proof. Okay. Because I every year I take out a burrito and watch Supernatural. Sounds great. And then every year the day after Valentine's Day, I go to Walgreens and get all the half-price candy and buy it for myself. Yeah, I was going to say I buy candy on February 15th. Yes, which is really the bigger holiday, I think, of the two. Yeah, December 26th, February 15th. Get that good, good chocolate. Yeah, I really recommend that. I recommend Supernatural uh, if you don't have anybody to actually talk to on Valentine's Day. (laughs) Do people do people refuse to speak to you on Valentine's Day? No, no, no. She's one of the alones. I refuse to speak to them. (laughs) No, it's very that's very much a me a me thing. I was picturing this being some sort of dystopian caste system (laughs) in which the alones have to like it's a day of silence for the alones. No, it's just it's not a day. It's not a day. That I celebrate except as an excuse to eat a burrito and watch Supernatural. And I I find real joy in it. Yeah, I will say that when single, being single on Valentine's Day has never really bothered me. And that's probably because I don't know if I've ever had like a good Valentine's Day while in a relationship. Oh, oh no. It's a lot of shade of my ex-boyfriends, but you know what you did. Um... (laughs) (laughs) So that's on you, not me. Um, but yeah, there's no one to disappoint you on Valentine's Day when you're single. So that's That's nice. true. I kind of like Valentine's Day single. Yeah. I, and, and the thing is, I haven't actually had anybody that I've been dating has somehow magically not been around February 14th um, for quite yeah. some time. So yeah, I... Uh, I just find such joy and like everybody else scurrying around, trying to make plans, wondering if it's all going to go wrong, trying to find reservations and trying to get last minute presents. And I'm just like laughing with my with my little burrito night to myself. I feel like it's too much pressure, personally. Exactly. It is yeah. just like, it is a recipe for disappointment. And like often it's on a weekday and that's just like, I don't want to go out to dinner really and like yeah especially if it's a monday yeah that's nothing it's just like it's not my favorite holiday though i've had some good valentine's day as a single gal when i'm just like i'm gonna 
date myself tonight and I'm going to let, you know, I've done similar yeah. things where I like order in or like go to a dance class or like just do whatever I love, you know? Yeah. Well, anyway, this this was not intended to throw shade on anyone who does enjoy their Valentine's days with their partners or alone uh, or on Valentine's Day in general, because we are about to dedicate a whole episode yeah, here we to go. it. We're going to deep dive. There, just know I might be coming at it from a slightly jaded point of view. <laughs> I don't think it's jaded. I just think you have your own unique point of view. Okay, that's very kind of you. Yeah. Oh, and uh, for those who have never listened to us before, <laughs> Arguments About Nothing is a show in which we take silly, ridiculous, hypothetical questions and we talk about them seriously, as if they are something, when, in fact, they are nothing. Um, do we have a Kate's Corner this week? We do have a Kate's Corner this week. For those of you who don't know, Kate is my sister. Even though that she is biologically related to <laughs> Hannah, I have adopted I just... her in my heart, uh, and she's now my sister. She's just your sister, sister by proxy, right? Yeah. Because uh, I talk about her so much. Yeah, I mean, I got a little offended when you said that she was your sister. I got very defensive. I was like, no, 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 she's my sister. <laughs> she, I get to claim her. She truly did. She was on her phone looking for the question, and uh, she her like head was down, and then I said that, and she immediately leaned forward turns, towards her mic like, uh-uh, I cannot let this joke stand <laughs> for even a moment. All right. Well, that is all to say she is beloved by many, and uh, because she is good at coming up with questions... We have decided to give her her own segment. Also, it is less work for me that way. So, thank you, Sister Kate. Um, here is her question. Uh, and remember, these are all Valentine's themes today. Uh, that can be taken more generally to just romance, dating yeah, in exactly. general. It doesn't have to be specific to yeah. the day. She says, you're dating a guy. Everything is going smoothly. You make it to their apartment and wander into their closet, you notice they only own multiple copies of the exact same outfit. Like, not even an old t-shirt or casual sweater in the mix. <laughs> Just seven identical pairs of the same one outfit. What do you do? Marry him. What? I find that attractive. <laughs> I'm into it. I love that. Are they different colored shirts or are they just like? Well, she said the same outfit. That's, so so I'm he's Steve guess Jobs. Uh, that's hot. He's a tech founder. This is so different f from the reaction I thought you were going to have. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm into it. <laughs> Wait. So you're into black turtlenecks? Is that? I don't know why. Have to be black turtlenecks? Yeah. I, I don't know why, but that screams like tech sugar daddy to me. And I'm, I want on. I'm in. <laughs> Does it depend on what the outfit is? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. No, yes, it, it doesn't. Does. <laughs> what, what if it was seven identical pairs of like, Two long khaki shorts, sandals with socks, um, uh, bright orange Hawaiian t-shirts. <laughs> okay, that's funny because <laughs> I have gotten into fights with partners before over Hawaiian t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, 
one of my boyfriends, their stepmom, sent them a box of Hawaiian t-shirts. Because apparently he had a bunch of Hawaiian t-shirts in high school. <laughs> and his stepmom was cleaning out the attic or whatever and decided to send him all of these Hawaiian t-shirts. What was the fight, though? Like, Well, it wasn't really a fight. I just tease him about how he should get rid of them. Oh. And he doesn't want to. So, anyway. I don't know. I So, let me tell you why I find this attractive. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm picturing it just as, like, plain shirts. Like, a very, like, bland black t-shirt sort of thing. Um, I guess it would become a problem if... They were very ugly clothes. But then I would wonder, like, why did I go out with him after the first date? Like, you know, (laughs) theoretically, the clothes are, like, not so bad that I would immediately think he's weird. Right. He's not wearing lederhosen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why I don't think it could be, like, the khaki shorts Hawaiian shirt thing. Because I wouldn't have gone out with him again after our first date. So I, I bet they're just boring, neutral male clothing. And... I like it because that tells me he's not super materialistic. He's not going to blow a bunch of money on stupid shit. He's not super appearance driven, right? Like he cares more about what's on the inside of people than what's on the outside. Um, It makes me think he's a very serious person. Like he's just like wants to dedicate his brain space to other more important and interesting things. Uh, He'll never judge my clothing. He better not if he ever says one goddamn word to you about your clothing. Yeah. Well, I don't think he ever would because clearly he doesn't care about clothing very much. He also, like, how easy would it be to live with him? He has no shit. Like, I just love – I'm a little bit of a minimalist. I do not like excess. I get very anxious in, like, overly crowded places. So this just makes me think that he's, like, a very thoughtful minimalist man and we could go live in a tiny house together. Well, you could certainly, that would help with the tiny house. Yeah, like he has you, no You stuff. wouldn't take up a whole lot of closet space. Exactly. I, like, I aspire to be him. I hate having too much shit. I think, I, so here's the thing. One, I, I agree with you. I wouldn't, like, immediately break up with this guy. I don't think it's, like, a, a break upable offense, no matter what point in our relationship we were at. Uh, it does have a little bit of a, like, creepy Cylon robot man vibes to me i won't lie like there's something a little creepy about it (laughs) love that (laughs) love that let me date vision i'm here for it um i'm not sure i'm into the like you are maybe a robot thing i think you're underestimating how many capricorn placements i have (laughs) no dear i'm not (laughs) (laughs) because like i literally don't see the downside I guess I guess I would be slightly weirded out. Less so than like I I don't think I'd be judgy. Like I don't actually care if a man cares about his clothes. I'm not like looking for some guy who's into, you know, the yeah. most fashionable style. And I you know, hell, I don't have a lot of a huge wardrobe of great clothes either. But first of all, it's just weird to me cuz you're just you're not prepared for more than one season. Like you Does either he have, have coats? Long, you either have long sleeve shirts or short sleeves. So you either have, like, work-appropriate button-downs or you have T-shirts. You know what I mean? Or he works at a tech startup and he just can wear whatever he wants. Then he doesn't have sweaters. 
he doesn't have any outerwear. He doesn't have anything to keep him warm. Does, or if he has only warm clothes, he doesn't have anything to cool down in. Does he have coat? Like, I assume that this was just, like, base layers. Like, I'm assuming he has a winter coat. Well, he has a winter coat. I guess he throws on over his black t-shirt. Like, that's just fucking weird. I don't I don't have a problem with it. I think it is economical <laughs> and efficient. I'd still be cold. You can't just wear a t-shirt under a winter coat and go out in 19 degree weather. Yeah, You'd still be cold. I'm picturing it being like a long sleeve t-shirt. And then he has like various, like he has a light jacket and then a, like a much bigger jacket. Okay. And then you go somewhere warm and it's a hot day and he's wearing a long sleeve black t-shirt. Like it's, it's just, you have to, you have to admit it's a little weird. It's a, not. It's weird, for sure. It is It is not the norm. But yeah, I am not I mean, at all You better deterred. never complain to me about how he's too hot or too cold, ever. But anyway, that aside, it's also strange to me because I have, I have so many, like, relaxation clothes versus clothes I would be seen in. So this is the part that really gets me in a way that I'm like, why? Why have you done this to yourself? Because if, if you're wearing clothes that you would be seen in public in... Those are not the clothes that I spend the majority of my time in at home. Those clothes have real waistbands and can, you know, those clothes are not big, baggy sleepwear and he doesn't have athletic clothes. Does he not own pajamas? No, he doesn't own athletic clothes. He doesn't own anything except for these seven, exactly seven pieces of, or seven outfits. Yeah, it still doesn't bother me because like men just walk around in boxers all the time. But he doesn't have he, he doesn't have like clothes to go out in that look fancy and he doesn't have clothes to to change into to be like super comfy. He doesn't have clothes to go running in or go to the gym in. He doesn't have you know what I mean? It's just Yeah. He's not prepared. My so my Taurus self is unhappy with the fact that he doesn't want to be more comfortable for some reason. <laughs> And your cancer self is projecting that onto him. (laughs) I think I would be weirded out enough by it for it to give me serious pause that he doesn't have a single old stray t-shirt of, like, I have old t-shirts I keep just for sentimental reasons. Gross. You know what I mean? That, right, no. <laughs> well, that was judgy. <laughs> I love efficiency. I love getting rid of the shit. Nothing feels better than purging your shit. I love nothing more in the world than throwing things away. I, this is sexy to me. I really like, <laughs> I like, oh God. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm very into it. Um, also, your concerns about like, he's not prepared. I'm picturing the fact that he he's like, everyday clothes are like things he could do a lot of different things in like he could go hiking in them he could go to a casual restaurant i think how can you give a big work presentation and the same clothes that you would go hiking in i'm telling you if you work at a tech startup you can do that this is a different world to me yeah but even like i work at a place where you don't have to wear nice clothes but then when i have an outside meeting with clients who are not part of my company, I still have to have one yeah, or two decent you things have to clients. wear. clients. If you are an engineer, all you do all day is sit at a computer and code. What if you have to go to some kind of formal event? That's the problem. Like if we had to go to a wedding together. But my thought process is he can rent a suit. 
I guess so. Like, there's, there's rent a lot the, of renting. There's rent the runway and stuff like that. So he could True. just, like, rent us. Like, they have the male equivalent of that. I don't see a problem. I, again, I don't think it's a problem insofar as I wouldn't, like, not date the guy because of it. But I would. But you wouldn't propose on the spot in the way that I would. No. No, I would be. <laughs> frankly weirded out that he didn't have one old band t-shirt i don't or... i think i might not even notice like if i looked at his closet i don't know if i would clock it <laughs> i would be like oh that's your closet and then i move about my day i think i would i would look at it and all the hairs would stand up on the back of my neck and i would be like oh shit he's a robot slash serial killer that's that's so interesting because like women have like capsule wardrobes and stuff have you heard about this like trend of like capsule stuff no. oh it's like this idea that like women will buy all of their clothes in like the same color palette so that every piece of clothing goes together so that you can like only own 10 pieces of clothing but like still make a bunch of outfits for like any occasion Interesting. And then, I mean, I like that idea, but... And then you, like, dress it up and down based on your accessories as opposed to changing the actual clothing. So, like, if yeah. you want to make it dressier, you add a necklace and heels. And if you want to make it, like, more casual, you put on sneakers and a denim jacket. But I can see that for women. Guys, they don't have accessories the way that women do. Like, what's he going to do? What do guys even have as an accessory? A watch or a, a tie? Yeah. You know? I, I feel like... I feel like it's just strange to strange enough for me to give me pause because I can just see so many other reasons why you would own other kinds of clothes. And I'm having trouble imagining what outfit you would have that you would want to lounge in and go to work in and go running in and do everything else in your life yeah. in. I mean, I feel like I... Also, God, a lot of laundry. He has only got one week of clothes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like the bigger week. issue. I was like, can we just like up this to 14 and then you're good? <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. Like, I feel like I've almost dated guys like this. No one's ever had like the exact same shirts. But like, I feel like a lot of my boyfriends wore jeans and like uh, a flannel. And that was like their wardrobe. Yeah. Every day. It All just right. happened to be different colors. Well, I think we would both continue to see this guy, but me with more hesitation, obviously. Yeah, and I would probably just start buying him warm weather clothing, sweaters. Yeah. Are you, like, is he opposed to getting new clothing? Like, I don't know. It would be weird if you brought it up and he was like, absolutely not. But I don't think I would even bring it up. Well, no, because you want that tiny house space for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is perfect. More closet <laughs> space for me. So, All right. Well, thank you, Kate, for yeah, your thank you, Kate. Uh, question. I learned a lot about myself in that moment. Yeah, that was very uh, enlightening to yeah. me as well. So what's the best Valentine's Day candy? We have both already talked about uh, our trip to the store on February 15th. What are you most excited about getting? The best candy? Yeah. The thing is, like... I never buy it in advance, and I only buy what's left and on sale, usually after work. Okay. So I'm usually scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of actual yeah. candy that I'm getting my hands on. Um, I used to love, like, there's a lot of Russell Stover chocolates yes. in the store at that time. 
And I used to love their French mints, but they don't really make them anymore. Oh, interesting. And I can never find them. Uh, but Russell Stover is pretty big. But probably it's got to be, uh, if they have any left, Ferrero Rocher. Oh, those are really good. I was yeah. going to say the lint truffles. Sometimes Ooh. those will be on sale if there are like little hearts or whatever on the bags. Yes, yes, those are very good. And we all know that the worst one is the candy hearts, right? Yes, we do. <laughs> There's no argument about there that. There is no argument. Okay, I just wanted to get a quick... I knew that you were going to ask a candy question. Of I was course. prepared. <laughs> all right, bang, Mary kill. Oh, good. And this is going to be fun. The guy who uses mayo for lotion. <laughs> The guy who washes his underwear while still wearing them, or the guy who had a romantic relationship with a bird. (laughs) All right. So for our listeners, um, you know, God bless you if you've heard every one of those previous episodes. I mean, truly, truly bless you. But in previous episodes of the podcast throughout our history, we have always done the segment, Would You Still Go Out With Him? And three of our previous candidates will say. (laughs) (laughs) I think three of our best previous candidates. And I will say another shout out to Kate. One of these was Kate's corner from last episode. I didn't make up all of these. But they all are callbacks to previous episodes. So if you haven't heard of one of these guys, go find that episode. Yeah, go take a listen. So let's run through them again quickly. It was the man who washes his underwear by just wearing them in the shower. Yep. That was one. The guy who uses mayonnaise as lotion. And so this is a man yep. who, I don't. I think it's very self-explanatory, yep. puts yep. mayo on I... his hands and uses it as lotion. And then the guy who had a romantic relationship with a bird. Maybe this one requires more explanation. <laughs> Yeah, this one this one may not be immediately clear yeah. to listeners who did not hear that episode. I will, I want to underscore it was not a sexual relationship. <laughs> <laughs> he did not have sex with the bird. He did not have sexual relations with the bird. All right, Bill Clinton. <laughs> he, he was just in love with the bird. Yeah, he was in love with the bird. I just said he was just in love with the bird. Like, that was fine. Well, in his mind, they were dating. And then they stopped dating. So everyone's in agreement that that's who you kill, right? (laughs) I mean, there's no... Yeah, I think that's true. He gave us an easy, low-hanging fruit there for which guy to kill. And it's the guy who was romantically involved with the bird. Yeah, I think he's the most likely to be a serial killer. Yes, yeah. Other than the guy who had a fly as a pet, but he's not in this one. Yeah, both of those were, <laughs> They're were a, rare hard no, a rare hard no for me. I so. think those two are roommates, and they're <laughs> going to do some diabolical things together. Oh my goodness. Uh, what a strange show we, we have. Um, <laughs> so now I have to choose, do I marry a guy who wears his underwear in the shower to wash his underwear, or... Do I marry a guy who uses lotion, mayonnaise as lotion? Yep. I think they're about equal. Really? Like in my mind. I disagree. Oh, okay. Well, let's hear yours then. I would marry Mayo Man. Okay. A, Tell a, me a why. A sentence I thought I would never utter. 
Why? I've... What is it about marry- marrying Mayo Man? What is it about him that takes your heart? It It's the least offensive thing to me, you know? Because Mayo Man in the original question, like, you don't realize he's using Mayo as lotion until, like, three dates in or whatever. I want to believe he doesn't do it every day, right? Like, I don't use lotion every day. Oh, I do. I think if you're using mayonnaise every day, you probably wouldn't need lotion every day. <laughs> he would have to have his own special jar of lotion mayonnaise. Like, he can't use the kind we're using for sandwiches and also use that as his lotion. Um, but I don't know. There's something about it that... Because in the original question, it goes undetected for a while. And so that makes me think I could just, like, live in a state of perpetual ignorance like like believed feigned ignorance or whatever i could just choose selective memory just choose to believe it's not happening in a way that like i can't imagine showering with my partner if they were going to wear their underwear yes there's something about it that i would it also i would never want to like i think it would impact our physical relationship more well, that is actually exactly why I was going to say, don't bang that guy. Because oh. of the two of them, I was more concerned about his hygiene yeah. in the nether yeah. areas. Yeah. And so my initial instinct was, don't bang that guy because yeah, um, I just, I, I'm not sure how the hygiene is down there. You're right, because banging him sucks. Uh, I will say, maybe I bang him, but just in a very selfish way. Well, yeah, so, <laughs> so... Can I just say that the tenor of Bang, Mary Kill really, really changes <laughs> yeah. if, if, they, if, if they're, they're just going disgusting. down on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. <laughs> I think the tenor of this whole game changes when you're playing it the way that we're playing it. No, I know. I think we're playing it the way you're supposed to play it. Um, I, I think the reason in my brain that they were pretty much equal is that for both of these guys, my reaction to them when we did the whole still, would you still go out with them question was just like, just tell them to stop. Just know that they both stop what they're doing or there's nothing. Like, yeah, with both of them, the yep. conversation would be stop and it's not a question it is an order <laughs> just stop yeah don't don't use mayo as lotion anymore and don't shower with your underwear on anymore so in my brain they're both now without their major flaws because i have forbade them yeah i don't know why but i still think the shower maybe because i wasn't the one who thought of this but the showering with... Un- <laughs> he also made you very angry. He made me so angry. I also feel like it's just... I assume the man who is a never nude just has more trauma <laughs> than the man... No, he's not a never nude, though. I think he is a never... He's like... He's a hair away from being a never nude. <laughs> he might backslide into never nude any moment. We don't know. Is like that to me is a man with more trauma than the dude who like forgot to buy lotion and then used mayonnaise one time and was like, eh, it works. I mean, they they both have questionable hygiene. Yes, but for sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you for the sake of disagreeing. Okay, and say that I don't want to bang the uh, the underwear guy, but hopefully in time with marriage, 
you know, it's a long process. I'll just start doing his laundry for him. That's fair. So there, problem solved. Which Valentine's Day is better? What sounds better to you? Okay. You come home from work and your partner has cleaned your whole home, made your favorite dinner, and has flowers and a pretty necklace waiting for you. That sounds lovely. Or you come home and your partner has bought you a beautiful dress and new earrings and has reservations at a super fancy restaurant with a view. That also sounds lovely. I tried lovely to, holidays. I tried to write happy questions today. You did. I put a concerted effort in. I was writing these and I was like, too dark, Shelby, too dark. <laughs> Pull it back. Well, the problem Move away is from the just, edge. I, yeah, I'm just not used to it. So I'm just like, wait, I have the option of two just seemingly lovely evenings to go on in my hypothetical yeah. world. Yep. This is going to sound weird. <laughs> Neither. Well, I hate them both. I hate them both. <laughs> Where is the man who treats me badly and forgets about the about Valentine's? Where is Jensen Ackles and my burrito, <laughs> goddammit? Yeah, how dare he ruin my tradition? <laughs> I have traditions for a reason. That's the Taurus answer. How dare <laughs> you get in the way of my routine? Um, well, I, I'm going to assume this is, by the way, not in COVID times. Yeah. So, like, going out yeah. to a restaurant is fine. Um, I would. I think I would choose the one where we stay home. Because you just love home so much. Well, I mean, you just made fun of me about it. So now I feel more self-conscious saying my reason. (laughs) But I think there's a little something in me that doesn't like to be surprised by having to go out after work when I've already gotten home. There's something like if if I have to go out from work, I'm fine. But once I get home, and this is partly because like I live far away from the city. There's this mental switch that happens like once I get home, I'm home now. And so maybe I would just enjoy the the lovely dinner for two. I also feel like it's a little bit more intimate and because it's really truly just the two of you and you can do whatever you want. You know, you don't have to worry about if your reservation is late and you're standing there in your heels that hurt waiting for your table and then, you know, you're not spending a ton of money and it's very thoughtful and it's just like this lovely homemade, you know, not yeah. expensive, not pretentious gift. I don't have to try to worry about do I get dressed up or yeah. are we going to be late or should we get a cab? There's none of that. It, it's just us and we can just focus on us. And that sounds lovely. Yeah. Um, I made fun of you a little bit, but I also agree with you. So <laughs> don't feel too bad about it. For okay. me, he had me at clean the whole house. Because <laughs> yeah, I, that's nice. I'm an acts of service lady, so if you do a chore for me, that's gonna take you a lot farther than anything else. Also, like he made you dinner. To me, that the the making dinner is even more because it's like it it's made with love. You yeah. know, it's like it's like how a gift that somebody made from you for you means yeah. a lot more because they put so much time and effort into it. Yeah. So I love the acts of service. Two. I don't trust a man to buy me a dress, so I'm yeah. I'm suspect about the second guy, because uh, I don't think men understand lady sizes. 
Especially your guy who only has one outfit. Yeah, I definitely don't trust him to buy me clothing. No, um, he can't even buy himself clothing. Yeah, he only owns one so I am picturing that being a mess where I come home. He try, tells me to try on the dress. I try it on. It either doesn't fit or looks terrible on me. Right, but then or I have it's just the female version of his one outfit. Yeah, I just think it. I there's too many emotional landmines for that. I agree with you that, like, once I'm home from work, I don't want to go back out. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like the, the even though we've spent so much time, like, come vaccine time, it'll be like, get me out of the house. Oh, sure. Well, that's why I, that's why I clarified this is not COVID yeah, times. Yeah. Because if it was COVID times, I'd be like, get me the hell out, please. Yeah. Well, but. I will also say one interesting thing I've learned about myself during the pandemic is I don't care for restaurants very much. Like, I do not... Wow. Yeah, I don't... Like, it's nice to have the option of takeout so that I don't have to cook every night. But, like, if I never do indoor dining ever again, I would not be upset about it. I don't... Like, the the experience of eating at a restaurant provides me with nothing. Oh, you and I have come to very different epiphanies <laughs> over the course of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I think... I mean, I think most people don't feel the way that I feel, but... Um, I miss restaurants so bad. I can't even tell you. For me, restaurants are just like a place to meet people, like a convenient middle location that we're allowed to hang out in for a while. But like if there were just like places to sit and chat that were free and didn't give food to people, I would just go there instead. Oh, man, no. I I love the finding something cool on a menu or finding something like surprisingly delicious and the atmosphere and the the fancy cocktails and then you you get to get up and leave and you don't have to do your own dishes yeah I mean that's why I like takeout like I like the ability to like not cook all the time and just have someone bring me yummy food um and I can try new things and stuff that way but I don't need to sit down like the ambiance of a restaurant and having to order and all the hustle bustle and like sitting near other people i don't care i'm officially offended because i have taken (laughs) shelby on some very romantic dates you have and (laughs) And, like i've enjoyed those i've like i enjoy those nights but i enjoy it because i'm spending time with you like right we could be sitting in uh mcdonald's or we could be sitting in like a beautiful like courtyard like restaurant and to me it's the same experience i'm having time with you wow okay interesting yeah i think i'm the only person i do love a good ambiance but yeah i think i i don't think it's just you i think i'm the weird one remember i right i would date the guy with seven shirts in his closet (laughs) because pretense is lost on me all right well we'll both hang out and eat our our partner's home-cooked meals that yeah so mysterious flowers were sent to your apartment. What's more disappointing? They were for the wrong address. They were actually for the girl downstairs. Mm-hmm. Or you just never find out. Oh, it's way more disappointing that they're for the girl downstairs. <laughs> I would rather, I would so rather have like a mystery admirer. Are you kidding? But like you just never, but like nothing ever comes of it. Yeah, but at least then I know somebody was thinking of me. <laughs> I would I would rather get flowers and not who, know who they're from because then it's like it's this kind of fun little mystery. I would I would have the flower. I would get to keep the flowers for one thing. So yeah. I'd have I would have the benefit of having the flowers for however long they last. And 
I would know that somebody had been thinking about me, even if I'd never know who it is. And I, you know, and if it's not a romantic person, maybe it's like some sweet other platonic person in my life who sent it to me. And I, I don't think it would bother me to have the mystery. I think it would be this like great little memory that I'd look back on of the time that somebody sent me flowers. It wouldn't drive you nuts. You wouldn't, you would just, you would be okay with living with not knowing. I mean, it would drive me a little nuts, but I think after I, I like specifically asked all the people in my life, did you send this to me and put it on Facebook? Who sent these to me? And nobody responded. I would be like, cool. Well, now I have flowers. <laughs> it's I think it's way more disappointing to have that moment of thinking somebody has sent you flowers and that somebody is thinking about you and caring about you. Only to then discover that they were for somebody else and yeah. no, you know, like I, that to me, that sounds a little heartbreaking. I thought you were going to say like, what's worse? You find out they were sent by like your financial advisor or something. <laughs> okay, well, what's worse in that scenario? Because that would be my fi- my follow up question. They're like sent from your boss or something. From like your that. dentist. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I have to say the amount of times on my birthday that I like get a text and I'm like, oh, some friend is telling me happy birthday. And it's like my dentist or my doctor is really disappointing. I I think it would be honestly a little bit more annoyed by that than I would be by the mystery. The mystery, the yeah. mystery at least has some romance to it. You yeah. Know? But but that would be a little disappointing. But then it, at least I'd still get to keep the flowers. Nothing is more important or nothing is worse than I have, have to just it. give them away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wish I disagreed with you, uh, but I don't on any of the accounts. I think you're right that it sucks to have to give the flowers back. And I think I would be very bothered, though, by the mystery. I don't know if I could let it lie. What would you do? I would call the flower shop. Oh, so you would Nancy Drew this shit. Oh, yeah. I will also say that this happened to a friend of mine once. Oh, (laughs) what did she do? She called the flower shop. She found out who it was. Well, but they... They're not necessarily going to give you that information. She she figured it out. Okay, but in your scenario, you can't figure it out, right? Yeah, in my scenario, I it would really bother me. Like, I would really be upset. Why? I would probably assume it was from some sort of ex-boyfriend who was playing mind games with me. Oh, which, like, that's so dark. That's such a dark assumption. I'm a dark lady, again. I had to, <laughs> had to pull myself away from the edge today. I don't know. It's weird. It like bothers me that someone wouldn't tell. Like it, I it. I just can't think of a good reason for someone not to tell me it was from them. It well, just feels weird. I have to say, in my mind, it was like the card fell off or something. Oh, see, I'm picturing someone purposely doing it anonymously, and that feels like someone's trying to play mind games. What if there was? What if there was a card, but it was just like n- not signed? It was just like love you x oh i mean i i think i would still first assume that it came with good intentions i don't know like unless it's like bugged by the cia or something yeah what if it's that though <laughs> well what a way to rob a single lady send just send out a bunch of bugged flowers on Valentine's Day and the the women sad enough to keep mystery flowers are the people you rob. Jesus. 
Why are you ruining this for me? I had such optimistic, like, happiness about this. I'm sorry. I'm a dark lady today. I, there's, not, there's nothing that can be done about it. Now I'm never going to be able to accept any anonymous gift without thinking it's somebody trying to take advantage of my loneliness. <laughs> I mean, I just like, there to me, there's no reason to send anonymous flowers unless you're a weirdo. Yeah, I, again, when I was thinking about it, I wasn't necessarily thinking they intended them to be yeah. anonymous. But even if they did, it could be somebody who kind of has a crush on you and wanted to, like, make your day, but they don't want you to know that they like you. So Why? I don't know. Like, that to <laughs> me is such a weird thing to do. Like, I, like, don't want you to know I have a crush on you, but I'm still going to give you presents. I like Because... Their last name is Montague, and my last name is Capulet. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's a forbidden love that is never allowed to be, but they still wanted me to know that I deserved then flowers. Then still sign your fucking name Romeo. Like, I just, it it bugs me. I don't like it. I don't like not knowing things. I would just search it. I would just search it for bugs and then put it on my table and enjoy the fucking flowers like what what is the downside i don't know i don't think it would let it bother me for that long oh i think it would bug me a lot because what okay their nefarious plan was to give you a a little bit of beautiful flowers if that's their plan to fuck with your brain you're you suck as a criminal mastermind yeah i don't who hurt me hannah (laughs) <laughs> why do i feel I, this way i'm just like okay, okay so they've messed with you like ooh, good gag you guys she got flowers <laughs> i didn't know who they were from you really stuck it to her ex-boyfriend but like i don't know what is the what's the payoff here they're also never gonna see your reaction yeah i don't know i don't i don't like it i don't like it, it and it's not necessarily an ex-boyfriend but it could be like I don't, it could be a stalker. It could be somebody like. Yeah, I guess it could be. It could be like a, this could be the beginning of a true crime sort of scenario. Yeah, you're right. And usually I'm the one of the two of us who goes to that mental place. Yeah. So I think that this really just means that I've done a good job of not listening to as many true crime podcasts recently. Yeah. And I have rediscovered optimism. I'm really happy that you're in a good place right now. (laughs) I'm glad one of us is. So now we're going to bring back one of our favorite segments. Would you go out with this Hallmark movie? (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) And this one's more like, would you fall in love with this Hallmark movie? So today I spent some time reading the plots of various Valentine's Day Hallmark movies. Excellent. Did you know that Meghan Markle was starred in a 2016 Hallmark Valentine's Day movie. No, and that is shockingly recent. 2016, (laughs) and now she's a fucking princess. There's hope for us all. There's literally hope for us all. Literally, two years later, she became a princess. Amazing. Okay, so tell me if you would fall in love with this person, okay? (laughs) Okay. They found your phone at a train station, and then they start to flirt with you via messages that they're sending from your own phone. Then they ask to interview your friends and family to write an article about you, despite the fact that you have never met. If the message that they sent to me was anything other than, here's how I can return your phone to you, this is a (laughs) non-starter. No, they're flirting with you. No. (laughs) So you would not fall in love with this person? 
I find it incredibly sexy and flirtatious if you return lost property to me. <laughs> you know what really gets me going? It really does. <laughs> It's when you don't withhold my lost property. Yeah, this is the most wild Hallmark movie in the whole wide world. And to let you... What is the, what is the second part even? I don't even remember. I could... they, they find your phone at a train station after they see you. Like, they've seen you. and so they, they could have chased me down. I, well, like... From the description, it's a very crowded train station. They oh. see you across the train station, drop your phone as you're rushing to get on a train. By the time they get to your phone, you've gotten on the train and it's Got pulled it. away. That kind okay. of thing. So they know you're hot, <laughs> but you don't know who they any, are who they are, yes. or anything about them, really. And then, so they contact you and they're like, hey, I have your phone. And they start flirting with you. And then they ask to interview your friends and family i don't understand the purpose for what so that they can write an article about you the one benefit of them interviewing the friends and family is that then i could be like hey kate my sister is he hot you know what no they interview them over the phone screw him no it's not happening over your phone this this is a non-starter from the very beginning but especially not with the addendum of now you'd like to harass my family to make public my, uh, well, probably ill-thought-out flirtation with a stranger. Yeah. So I would also not fall in love with this person. Uh, for any listeners out there who want to watch this movie, it's called Love at First Glance. It's a Hallmark movie. And I will say that the person doing the interview, like doing who finds the phone and does all this weird shit, is the woman. Whoa. Is, isn't that, like, very kind of weird and progressive for Hallmark? You know, I I kind of get it because it's a little too creepy and if stalkery it's if yeah. it's the guy. And there's this, like, weird double standard where a girl yeah. can be creepy and stalkery and it's not considered bad. If this happened to me and a guy had my phone and they were like, I would assume he stole my phone so that he could hit on me. I wouldn't assume I lost it. Or just, like... Even if you did lose it and you know that you lost it, him just not immediately giving it back to you, it would feel almost like, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like blackmail. Blackmail. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. It's gross. I don't don't understand how these movies are made. I feel like I could write a successful Hallmark movie. I'm confident you could. Okay, are you ready for our second Would You Fall in Love with This Hallmark Movie, man? I can't wait to fall in love. Your male coworker challenges you at work while you're trying to get him promotion. Would you fall in love with him? Um, that's the whole movie synopsis? Yeah. He Yeah, I could definitely <laughs> write a Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah. That's not a movie synopsis. <laughs> that's a fortune cookie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's more details in the synopsis. It talks about what industry they work in and stuff like this. But for the purposes of this question, the root of the thing is there's this very ambitious woman who's trying to punch above her weight class and get a promotion that's highly sought after and like women of her age have never gotten before. And then there's this other male coworker who works in a different department who just like keeps kind of shitting on her. I mean, not to anyone's shock or awe. But no. What if he's like really hot and can cook good? 
is he going to make me a trophy wife so I never have to work again? Because plot twist might be into that. <laughs> you know, he maybe he could. <laughs> no, I would want a supporter, like a supportive partner who wanted me to succeed and do well in life. Yeah, I agree. I worry about the women who watch these movies and also yeah. about the people who write them, you know? A little bit, a little bit. Um, so I would also not go out with this person. The name of the movie, if you want to see it, is called Cooking with Love. Oh, so he really does cook for you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> so the if I flesh out the thing more, she is a television producer and she he she like wants to get like an executive producing promotion on a cooking show and mm. the guy who keeps challenging her is like the star chef man on the show oh so the uh arrogant talent yeah so like gordon like, ramsay right who then tries to put the poor too aggressive woman. punching above her weight class woman in her place yeah by making her see that her dreams are unrealistic. Yeah, I guess. And then they like work together to make the show the best it can be, and then they fall in love. With her just getting paid less, but probably doing just as much work. I think if she not probably more. eventually gets the promotion, but it's implied that without his like pushing her to go above and beyond, she like wouldn't have thought so outside of the box and like have gotten the promotion. Well, thank God he was there. Yeah. I mean, that's all I have to say. I will say that I have not watched this movie. I'm making a lot of assumptions. (laughs) If you watch Cooking with Love, write to us. Tell us if it's as sexist as it seems. But it it, it seems not good, I will say. Yeah. Okay, we have a a final one. This one I'm most excited to hear your response (laughs) to. Are we going to go three for three, not falling in love with the Hallmark movies? I don't know. I mean,. That would that would be on theme with my burrito and supernatural movie nights. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you land a gig as an advice columnist. Your boyfriend trolls your column and leaves comments about how bad your advice is. <gasps> you still dating this dude? Well, he's already my boyfriend. Yeah, you're already dating him. There's there has to be more to it than that, right? What? Why? Why is he doing it? There must be some weird romantic reason I can't fathom. Remember, screen names are involved. So, like, maybe you don't know it's each other. But eventually but, you find out that it's one another. Yeah, but, I mean, this this is a Hallmark movie. So it's not just the story of a woman dealing with online harassment <laughs> from her, from her, like, alt-right boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Your right? boyfriend is a proud boy who is trolling you on the internet. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> it, this is literally the thing. I will tell you more about the movie later, but the crux of it is you find out that your boyfriend has been publicly shitting on your work. As a bold scheme to to get people to come to your defense and make you more popular because of the controversy and you gained a million followers. And then he was like, aha, my plan worked. And you're beautiful. <laughs> no, that's not the twist. I will oh. tell you the twist later, but you have to tell me whether or not you would date this man. That man would be out of my life so fast. <laughs> yeah? I, yeah. Are you kidding? He 
trolls no, with, without any kind of plot twist that I am currently unaware of, of the fact that he's not on parlor every evening and I just don't know about it. I don't think I could trust him. I and wouldn't it, want to date a man who trolls anyone, anyone on the internet. Anyone. If you have enough time on your hands to post negative content, uh, comments on any content on the internet, even if it is truly atrocious content, I... Don't think you have enough going on. Who has time to comment anyway? I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, it's horrible. It's horrifying. Yeah. No. Do you want to know more about the movie? Well, yes, because I can't... Again, this isn't my my alt-right boyfriend (laughs) harassed me on Hallmark. Okay. (laughs) But could you imagine if it was? I feel (laughs) like that could be helpful for some of the women who watch the Hallmark channel. (laughs) Anyway, so the concept of the movie is this person lands a gig as, like, an anonymous advice column. So, like, a Dear Prudence sort of thing where they don't go by their real name. Um, So there's, like, a lot of secrecy around the fact that they're writing this advice column. Um, And I guess ostensibly the boyfriend doesn't know that she is that advice column. And the girlfriend doesn't know that user 896 who keeps you know, disagreeing with all of her advice is actually her boyfriend. And what happens is the girl... So far, it's just worse. (laughs) The girl... The movie synopsis was basically talking about how, like, the girl, like, learns from the guy's comments that her views of relationships are very skewed because she's still healing from the trauma of, like, a bad boyfriend, and in fact, her advice is bad, and, like, her boyfriend's comments are what helps her heal from the emotional struggles from her previous relationships. Wow. <laughs> oh. Ah. Don't shoot the messenger, okay? Oh, my, I feel sick. It's weird. It's gross because, like, someone hired her to do this job. Like, someone believes that she is credentialed enough to give this advice right it's going through an editor i'm sure right like if her advice was that off and off base and horrible and like too personal and etc she wouldn't get that job in the first place and she wouldn't continue to have the job and anyway his one view of what relationships should be like does not it doesn't mean that she should or should not change her personal views or opinions that other editors and readers and everybody have all also like fuck this narrative of like the good man healing you like do your own fucking work also just really really fuck this narrative that a internet troll could (laughs) heal you right like an internet troll through his negative comments is gonna heal your trauma i want to throw up (laughs) Right? It's gross. It's real gross. What man wrote this movie? I don't know. Um, For the readers who are interested in watching this trash, it's called All Things Valentine. Now I want to hate watch it. I kind of do too. It feels like <laughs> it might be a Sharknado. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I want to know if I feel, I feel as bad after watching it as I do after just hearing about it. Yeah, it's really gross. So... Men, if you're listening, don't tell your your girlfriend, wife, whatever, how to deal with her trauma via 
negative internet comments. No. And then decide that you're right and that she's doing her job poorly and that she's not good at relationships. Hey, all human beings, just stop saying mean things on the internet. Oh, that'd be great. That would be a lovely Valentine's Day gift. Yeah. If you could all stop saying mean things on the internet. Yeah. Um, and on that note, I think we can wrap up this Valentine's Day episode. Can you tell me a little bit about your hypothetical world? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a pretty good one. Yes. Except for being married to the guy who doesn't wash his underwear properly. Yeah. But I think we've we've moved past that because now I just wash. I just do the laundry. So I think we're okay. Yeah. And anyway, he's made me a beautiful Valentine with uh, a home-cooked meal. And he cleaned the whole house. So he's got to yeah. have some good hygiene habits. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's made a lovely Valentine for me. I'm eating Ferrero Rocher's, not even half-priced. Yeah. And some guy has, like, somebody has left me an anonymous present of flowers. I wonder if your boyfriend's threatened by that at all. Well. Or your husband. I apologize. That you're, yes. This man. Yes. You're my husband. Him. <gasps> it was Mayo Guy, who I'm <laughs> secretly banging. <laughs> Your uh, your mistress. Um, yeah, that's my mayo guy. Side my piece. secret bang. My 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 side beef and mayo. <laughs> um, my he honest, sent me flowers. Yes. My uh, my hypothetical world is not that different than yours. Uh, I live with my husband who only owns seven shirts and use may who uses mayo as lotion, but he um. Made me a really lovely Valentine's Day spread. We're eating um, some, we're going to, tomorrow we're going to go get some chocolates. Uh, I got flowers from my side piece underwear man. And that's kind of the deal. And I'm not dating anyone who's ever been near a Hallmark movie. Yeah, for real though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of Arguments About Nothing. If you have questions you'd like to hear on the show, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram at Arguments About Nothing or send us an email at argumentsaboutnothing at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, we'd like to thank Allison Fields for designing our logo and thank all of you for uh, liking, subscribing, and hopefully telling a friend if you have enjoyed what you've heard today. And until next time, keep fighting.